Yo, today's QOD is no one ever drifted to a desired location. Here we go. Quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got John C. Maxwell on the show today. And today, John is going to talk about how your personal and your professional growth don't happen by accident. It has to be intentional. There has to be a personal development plan that you are following. You know, last week on my Instagram account, I started doing bookstagram posts where I will post a a book that I love. And there will also be like my highlights from the various pages. And there were two books that I posted last week. It was um, a book by Marcus Garvey. And there was another one by John H. Johnson, who was the founder of Ebony and Jet magazine. Marcus Garvey was a black leader, we'll say from the early 1900s. He was a really big deal. And in both books, they talk about their personal development programs. And so, for example, Marcus Garvey, most people don't know this, Marcus Garvey was a huge fan of the New Thought movement and the New Thought writers of the early 1900s. This is essentially like Christian science, science of mind kind of writings. And so he learned that what makes a difference in your life is the way that you think. And so he went around the country teaching people to think differently about themselves so they can create more success. And then we've got John H. Johnson. And in his book, he talked about how when he was a kid, he read personal development books and continued to throughout his life. He read Think and Grow Rich. He read the Dale Carnegie books. He would go to the library and read books about Frederick Douglass and other Black people who became successful despite the obstacles. And so their success was not an accident. They created their success by way of changing their mindset by following a personal development plan. And that's the way that we all have to do it. It does not happen by accident. It has to be intentional. John C. Maxwell is coming up. There are five things that are essential that matter in your business. And I'm going to give them to you now. And here's what's exciting. Every one of you can do this. Some of them you're already doing, but it will improve your life, number one. And they're not in order of priority. Number one's not more important than number three. But there are the five essentials of your business. And number one is personal growth. Your ability to develop yourself, for you to grow yourself, is absolutely essential. And the reason that it's important is because your business cannot get any bigger than you are. So when people say, well, how do I grow my business? I said, well, you grow your people. You cannot give what you do not have. But the moment that you personally grow yourself, you expand your potential for learning and for applying and helping others. So it all begins with you. So the first investment you ought to make in you is you. And that's not selfish at all. You make that investment in you in personal growth and development Because if you get bigger, you can build a bigger team. You can build a better team. When you get better, your people get better. 
People do what people see. That's a fact. You see, my life was changed when I was in my middle 20s, and I had a mentor. We were having breakfast, and he asked me if I had a personal growth plan, and I did not. And he said to me, John, growth is not automatic. What he told me that day is, you don't automatically get better. You just automatically get older. <laughs> wow. How true that is. This is life-changing. And so I said, well, then I've got to find a personal plan for growth in my life. I've, I've, got, to, I've, got, to, I've got to learn. I've got to, I've got to grow myself. How am I going to do that? I, and for the next six months, I had asked my friends, do you have a personal growth plan? I had no friends that had a personal growth plan. And then I realized people go through life thinking that they will automatically get better if they just go to work every day. One of the things I'm passionate about teaching is how to live an intentional life. Because everything, everything worthwhile in your life is uphill. Everything. Your dreams, they're all uphill. The hopes you've got, they're, they're all up. They're all, everything, everything worthwhile, it's all uphill. It's all uphill. I shared with you that Margaret and I have, a, we've been married for 54 years. That's uphill. That's uphill. You, you don't coast to greatness. You, you never hear a successful person being interviewed and they ask him, how did you get to the top of the mountain? And you don't see that person say, oh my gosh. Ooh. Wow. I have no idea. I, I just... This is huge. I just woke up and here I am. You're not on top of the mountain. You're on drugs. You only got here to the top intentionally. It's not an accident. No one ever drifted to a desired location. So here we go. You have to be intentional. Everything worthwhile is uphill. The challenge is, here's the challenge. The challenge is this. We have uphill hopes. but we have downhill habits. You cannot go uphill with downhill habits. And one of the downhill habits that people have is they think that success should come easy, success should come quickly, that they ought to be able to put a little bit of effort and get a big return. Huge, huge bad habits. And the first thing you do it, to be successful is you determine that you're going to every day improve your personal life. You're going to you're going to grow. You're going to get better. 
Now, I'm so passionate about personal growth. I've been doing personal growth. I was about 25 when Kirk Kantmeyer at breakfast told me this, and I'm 76. So for 50 years, I've been every day growing and learning, and it's, it's, this is amazing. I'm so passionate about it. When, when we had children, I put all of my children on personal growth plans. Now we have grandchildren. They're all on personal growth plans. My, my father... My father, when I was in the seventh grade, I'm the middle child, I have an older brother, younger sister, he put us on a personal growth plan. In the seventh grade, he looked at each one of us, he said, now, I'm gonna require you to read 30 minutes a day, and I will select the books that you read, and I will pay you an allowance for reading books. And so he picked the books out. Whatever he bought the book for, that's what he paid us. And so from the seventh grade through high school, Every day, my brother, myself, my sister, we're reading 30 minutes a day, all the great success books. By the time I graduated from college, I had read How to Win Friends and Influence People every year, six times, and I'd taken two Dale Cornica courses. Now, now you have to understand, all my friends, they didn't get paid to read books. My, all my friends got paid to do chores. In fact, I went to my dad and said, you know, all my friends, they get allows to do chores. I think that's a good idea, don't you? <laughs> he said, that's a terrible idea. He said, I, I don't pay you to do chores because you do chores because you're part of a family. And I don't pay you to be part of a family. He said, let me explain it to you like this. He said, by the time you were born, you already owed your mother for nine months of room and board. So he said, shut up, shut up and take out the garbage. And then he said, why would I pay you to take out the garbage unless I wanted you to grow up to be a garbage man? I put my money where my values are. Life changing. By the time my brother graduated from college, he was already a millionaire by the time I was 28, I had the 10th largest nonprofit in the country. By the time my sister was 27, she was in charge of a whole floor in a hospital. These aren't accidents, folks. My father made sure that he got the right stuff in us. He made sure that we were growing, that we were learning, that we were expanding our life. And it just becomes absolutely, it becomes life-changing. You see, a growth environment looks like this. A growth environment is a place where other people are ahead of you. This is huge. In other words, you want to be around people that are bigger, smarter, and faster than you. You, you don't want to be the head of the class. In fact, if you're at the head of the class, you're in the wrong class. Get out of that class. Because you're the head of the class, you're just going to tell everybody how good you are. So you always want to, you want to be around people that they're just, you know, they're beyond you. They're, they're ahead of you. A, a, a growth environment is a place where you're out of your comfort zone. Where every day you get up, you gotta, you gotta, you look and say, "Oh, I got a mountain to climb." I remember everything worthwhile is uphill. And by the way, everything that you need in life but you don't have, the reason you don't have it is because it's outside of your comfort zone. If it was in your comfort zone, you'd already have it. So you gotta jump the fence. You gotta 
You've got to do something you've never done before. You've got to go somewhere where you've never gone before. Wow, this is huge. I heard Earl Nightingale, I was still in my 20s, and he said that if you would spend one hour a day, every day on the same subject in five years, you'd be an expert on the subject. I thought, man, I'd like to be an expert in leadership. So I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend an hour every day for five years on the subject of leadership. And that's what I started doing every day, an hour, everyday essentials. I'm just talking about this. This is huge. Every day. I read about leadership. I practiced leadership. I asked questions about leaders. I had leadership experiences every day, one hour, one hour. And Earl Nightingale said, in five years, I would be an expert on leadership. So I started off with a countdown. I thought, okay, he says five years. And, uh, you know, I started, I thought I was Cape Canaveral, you know, five, you know, four, three, you know, woo, I'm going to, in a few years, I'm going to take off. I'm going to be an expert. And about right in the middle of that five-year period, I quit asking myself, how long will it take? Because that's what countdown people do. They, well, how long will it take? How long? Well, five, four, three. Because all of a sudden, the practice that I was having every day for one hour about leadership, I was beginning to learn to lead better, and I was starting to build a team, and people were starting to follow, and we were starting to build a business, and it was starting to get a lot better, and I saw I was growing, and I saw my people were growing because they were watching me lead, so they knew how to visually lead. And, and, and so about three years into this process, I quit asking, how long will it take? And I, I changed the question to... How far can I go? How far? How, 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 how far? How far can I go? And by the way, at the end of five years, I wasn't an expert on leadership. That was a trick. Because after five years, was I a better leader? Of course, but you see, if you grow, what you do is the more you grow, the more you know you don't know. And the more you know you don't know, the more you know you need to grow because you don't know all you need to know. So you say, I know I need to know all I got to know, so I've got to grow so I know more. So the more you know, the more you always know you don't know. The only people, the only people that are experts are people that think they've arrived. This is huge. And I'm still growing. I'm 76. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still writing new lessons. I'm still doing new teachings. I'm still going and learning in new places. This is huge. Now, I, 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 wanna pro I want to promise. I want to promise you. I want to promise you. You need to constantly, continually, passionately, every day, grow and improve your life. It, it, it's just fantastic. I, I, I've got several books to write because yeah, I keep writing. I write, I'm writing three books right now. But, 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 but one of the books I want to write that's on, in my line, it's in the queue, is it's going to be called, Is There a Finish Line? It's a huge question. And it's, it's a question, that's the title of the book, because for some people, the answer is yes, there's a finish line. They say, when I make so much money, I'll finish. When I get a certain age, I'll finish. And they put what I call self-imposed finish lines. Now, if that's your life, that's your life. It's not my life, but if that's your life, that's your life. I just want you to know that when you have a self-imposed finish line and you crossed it, you're finished. <laughs> my name is John. I'm your friend. <laughs> what part of this do you not understand? 
I know a whole bunch of people, they're already dead, they just haven't made it official yet. I was having lunch with my dad when he was 92. He worked full time through his 95th year. And he said, we were having lunch, he said, look at me, son. He's 92. Always growing, always learning, always improving. At 92, he said, son, he said, I've been thinking about it. He said, I, I think my best days are still ahead of me. <laughs> he's, he's 92, he's 92. I know people 22 who can't say that. You could only say your best days are ahead of you because if you're growing, because the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to get better than today is that you're growing today. That was John C. Maxwell. His website is maxwellleadership.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Heart to Heart 2023 John C. Maxwell training. Hey, don't forget to DM me on Instagram. Let me know what your top two or three episodes of the year were. And that way I can play them on our best of week in just a few weeks. I'll see you tomorrow. We out. Peace.